This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If at any point during the show you'd like to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while at the website, feel free to head over to the podcast page, check out previous podcasts, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or Google Play. That will ensure that you always keep up to date on the latest episodes. Today we're going to talk about the five key steps to improve your retirement when you are 60 or older. We'll work through each tip and share some of my thoughts on each. But first, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. All right. Well, thanks for having me on the show once again, Peter. And uh, I'm looking forward to this one. It sounds like a great topic. And I know that uh, I'm not quite there yet, but I know (laughs) a lot of it will. Yeah, (laughs) neither neither are you. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I know a lot of it applies and and that's the age group where you work with a lot of folks doing retirement planning and, and that sounds like a great idea, but I've had a great week. I've been enjoying getting out with my family, doing a few things, uh, trying to get going a little more during this crazy time. How about you? How have you been? Yeah, this past week has been pretty good, Tony. Uh, we had some great weather this past weekend, so we were able to get out and, and finally do some stuff in the yard. But as we were just talking before we started this podcast, you know, it's supposed to get colder again uh, and even snow here in a couple of days. So it's kind of back and forth uh, on the weather-wise. But I don't know about you, but after being in quarantine for this while, I don't know things feel like they're changing and starting to loosen up a little bit. So um, I'm a bit optimistic about uh, this whole stay at home and the quarantine and that type of stuff. So, yeah, hopefully we'll eventually get back to some sense of normal. Uh, it might be the new normal, yeah. as they say, but, uh, you know, some sense of normalcy. Uh, but uh, why are we focusing on the 60s for our conversation today, first of all? Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. You know, the truth of the matter is individuals that are in their 60s are, are the closest to retirement. They are in the home stretch. They can see the finish line. And sometimes there's a temptation there to rush towards retirement. You know, uh, you're at that point where a lot of your friends uh, or your family are reaching the summit just before you, that retirement summit. Um, and there's this feeling that you got to rush and kind of just be there even before you're ready. Some soon-to-be retirees just can't wait to retire. Others are, are enjoying what they're doing right now and where they are in life with their job and what have you, but they just want to know their options. But regardless of where you are on that spectrum, you need to make sure you know what your ideal retirement will probably look like. And being in your 60s, that's when we need to start con- continuing or starting to to narrow those things down um, because we need to make sure you have enough savings uh, and that savings is going to produce enough income to provide for you in that ideal retirement that isn't that far away. Right. So basically these tips you're going to give us today 
will help us examine what the dream is or our goals are and whether or not it's possible, right? Yeah, so these tips are essentially crafted to get get the juices flowing inside your mind to make sure, are we on the right path to pull the trigger here soon for retirement? And so our first tip, and the first one I want to touch upon is, is it, it sounds very simple, but you'd be surprised how many people just haven't sat down and thought about it. The tip is to make sure that you have a plan for your retirement activities. You know, I think it's very important um, we spend so much time uh, in our lives racing towards retirement that we never actually delineate what we want to do when we get to that point. You know, odds are most of us have some idea, but it's still a bit vague. You know, some people say they want to travel. Others may want to start a business. Others may want to spend time with friends and families, or even others just want to purchase that Harley Davidson and travel down Route 66. You know, it's you have to start getting those those plans a little bit more concrete and then how are you going to achieve those plans? So everything has a cost to it. And so you may have dreams and plans for retirement, but we really need to also figure out as part of um, those retirement activities, how much is it going to cost? How much is it going to cost to start that small business? How much is it going to cost to travel to Europe? Can you start planning ahead um, and, and making those plans um, with the savings that you have, or do you need to create more savings um, in your retirement accounts currently? Right. And so like traveling first class around the world is going to cost you a bit more than you might expect unless you can find that guy Phileas Fogg and hitch a ride on his balloon, uh, the 180 days around the world or something. Uh, I I was going to say you're pulling out your Jules Verne, huh? Yeah, I love Jules Verne. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Yes, you you have to figure out these costs. And that kind of ties into the next tip, right? You you know, it's one thing to know about those costs, but the costs and the savings have to fit into an overall holistic plan. So that's the next tip, making sure that you have a holistic financial plan for your retirement. You know, in my experience working with clients, when they're almost to retirement, the last thing that they want to do is stress about money. Financial stress can take its toll, but going broke in retirement can be even worse. The odds are that, you know, you'll have some sort of, some things figured out in your 60s. You'll have some idea what you're going to do in retirement. You'll have some idea maybe what your living arrangements are going to be. If you're following some sort of outline, uh, you've already identified things that you're going to do in retirement. In that ideal situation, you know, how much is going to cost, we can start weighing the cost versus the potential income that you have coming down the pike. Taking a holistic approach requires looking at all of your potential income, whether that is pension, investment income, and social security, and looking at all your potential expenses as well. Not just the cost of your goals and dreams, but also the day-to-day expenses of living, housing, food, health care, existing debt that needs to be serviced, etc. Those are your baseline holistic budget items that you start building on top of in the next phase. So on top of that baseline hierarchy of needs or hierarchy of expenses, you then start tacking on the cost for your first trips or your trips around the world, um, as well as whatever your dreams and goals are. Comparing income to those expenses, how do you sit? If you don't have enough money uh, to cover those expenses, then we have to start thinking about uh, either figuring out tweaking your retirement goals. Does that mean you're going to have to work a bit longer or put more into savings? Another thing that I encourage clients to do 
is to keep inflation in mind. This is something that sneaks up on all of us. On average, the government estimates inflation is going to be between two and three percent. Um, and so over a, a 10 or 15 year period of time, that's a rather large increase in expenses that's going to eat away at the income that you're generating. And so you want to take that into account as you're planning um, your goals, your expenses and your income. Right. And I think that's key right there. I mean, inflation can be a killer. And, you know, obviously, even gas prices might increase in the future. They're down right now, but they're going to go back up. So that's definitely something you have to keep in mind if that traveling around the world or Route 66 is the dream you have, right? Yeah, that's right, Tony. I mean, we use fuel, and certainly fuel is down as a as a an item right now. But overall, I mean, that's counteracted by look at the price of food in the grocery store. Um, a number of the items in the grocery store are going through the roof, and so across the board, um, inflation in general, uh, you know, on average has been two or three percent. And I don't want to get too political into it, but it, the potential for inflation to be even larger is there. So, you know, that's something you have to take a look at and it's going to impact um, where you are uh, currently saving for money, where you think about your goals and what your income is going to be. And that's why it's crucial to make sure you sit down with a financial professional to make sure that you're using the right calculations and at least factoring inflation into your plans down the road. Right. Especially if you're 60 and older, I think it's going to be critical that you have a plan in place that deals with this. And let's take a minute right here, Peter, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, because I know you offer a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation uh, to sit down with them and see where they're at and go over a financial plan for them. Yeah, that's right, Tony. So we, one of the main things that we do is we work with folks to create a holistic uh, retirement plan. And we do that in our role as a fiduciary. So I just want to mention what a fiduciary is in the context of the way we work uh, and that how that's going to be helpful to the folks when cre- creating a holistic plan. So as a fiduciary uh, in our industry, we have to make sure when we meet with people that we are, are giving them advice that is in their best interest. Now, that obviously sounds like everyone should do that, but they don't have to. And so, again, we sit down with people as a fiduciary and we go through their situation. We create a plan for them and have to give them advice in their best interest. And then we take a holistic approach. So it isn't just about, hey, you know, we're going to invest a certain amount of uh, dollars in this location. That's important. But we're also going to take a look at all the different streams of income that may be coming into a family. Take a look at inflation, which I mentioned, taxation, the risk that's occurring in their portfolio. How can we maximize Social Security um, and tie that all together into a plan? So if that's something that's of interest to people, um, you can hop on to our website, the IVAG.com, uh, and book an appointment that way, or give us a call at 866-360-2724, um, and we can start having a conversation about sitting down and having a holistic plan for your retirement drawn up. As we like to say in the office, you know, even if you have a plan or you've worked with someone else, you you can't get a second opinion from the person that gave you the first opinion. Uh, and there's yeah. no cost and there's no obligation to sit down and go through this initial process to kind of pick our brains about what we think. Yeah, exactly. And I know you guys have been helping so many people out there uh, do this. And today we're talking about steps to improve your retirement when you're 60 or older, especially. And these uh, tips have been great. Uh, We're going to work through some more here. And I've enjoyed the ones you've already talked about. 
What's the next tip you have for us? So the next tip I have for us, Tony, is that we want to make sure that we top off our retirement savings. Okay. This is one of the favorite tips that I like to touch upon because it often gets overlooked. So as an individual gets closer to retirement, there are many options for increasing retirement savings. This is especially true if you look at accounts that are tax favored, right? Tax favored accounts are your 401ks or an IRA. You know, when you contribute to a 401k, for example, you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of every cent that your company matches matches to a contribution. So neglecting to max out your company's matching contribution into your 401k is essentially leaving money on the table. That's compensation that they are going to pay you, essentially, but you have to be able to make sure you're taking advantage of it. Right. And I bet a lot of people out there aren't thinking of that employer match as their money. I mean, that's my money. Mm -hmm. And you're right. It's an important thing to consider. I mean, how much money are people throwing away by not maxing out their potential employer match? You know, it's it, that number has actually never been calculated, so I, I'm not exactly, I couldn't come up with a number for you, but I ha, according to a, an Investopedia article that I saw, what is a good 401k match? The majority of companies are offering some sort of match somewhere between a 25 and 3% of your pay. So if you can imagine, if you miss out over a, a number of years, uh, missing out on 3% of your annual pay every year, plus compound interest could add up really quickly um, to your retirement savings. So that's why it's important to you know, take advantage of it, but it's also yeah. a critical loss if you don't. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another way to, that you can top off your retirement savings is a provision in the tax code that allows you to use what we call catch-up contribution. So once you're 50 years or older, you can make a catch-up contribution into a 401k. So in a 401k, you traditionally, as of 2020, you could put $19,500 in there. But if you're 50 or older, you're, they, the, the IRS or the government allows you to put additional 6,500 into that account for a total of $26,000 every year into a 401k account. When you look at Roths or traditional IRAs, you're able to use a catch-up contribution of another of $1,000, which brings up your total of $7,000 every year that you can put into account. You know, the concept here is that not everyone is able to start saving for retirement as early as they possibly can. Um, but the catch-up contributions allow you to make up for lost time and hopefully fill up your retirement buckets um, as fast as you can as you race towards that finish line of retirement. Well, and these are great tips and a good reminder for anybody out there who wants to add a bit of a boost to their retirement savings. So what's the next tip you have for us? So the next tip has to do with Social Security, and that is making sure that you maximize your Social Security benefits. You know, Social Security is going to make up a large, for most people, it's going to make up a large part of their retirement income. Somewhere probably between 50 to 60% of their income is going to be derived in retirement from Social Security. So you want to make sure that you work with a financial professional that's going to be able to take um, full advantage and explain to you how to take full advantage of all the social security potentials that exist out there. So how can people determine what their full social security potential is then? So for example, at the Ivy League Advisory Group, we help people understand their social security benefits by running something called the social security max report. Okay. This report is going to be able to help them 
take a look at their current benefits um, as they stand, and then how can we use the Social Security program and its various different filing strategies um, to potentially eke out uh, additional income. I can tell you from working with clients uh, a number of times, we on average are able to squeeze out about ninety-three dollars to $94,000 in additional income, lifetime income, um, for clients by going through this process of looking at Social Security maximization. The truth of the matter is, you know, you can start taking Social Security as early as, as 62, Tony, and but every year that you don't take Social Security, that benefit rolls up, right? And so understanding that basic premise and then also piling on top some of the filing strategies that exist within the Social Security rules um, could allow a, a married couple to create a, a, an additional annual income, but also lifetime income. Like I said, a lot of times with our clients, on average, we are able to uh, squeeze out about 93 extra thousand um, dollars for the folks that we work with for a married couple. Well, you know what, Peter, it sounds like Social Security is an important part of retirement income for a lot of people out there then. Well, it is, and it needs to be treated like an asset, right? Because Social Security is a benefit that represents an entire life's worth of savings, of time, of work, um, and it is very like your oldest and largest retirement account. And so, you know, oftentimes it kind of sits off to the side. Everyone's focused on their 401ks and, and dumping money into that, but they, but Social Security should be looked at and treated just like any one of those other accounts and making sure that you're maximizing the benefits that it's going to have to you and your overall holistic retirement plan. Right. And there you go. So how do people get a hold of you to create that holistic plan? Yeah, that's a great question. So, Tony, if they want to call, they can call 866-360-2724 or visit us at the IVAG.com um, to schedule an appointment. We're doing appointments either virtually right now, given the current climate, or I'm happy to meet people uh, person to person. It's up to them. Um, but we'll sit down and create kind of a holistic plan that's going to help them reach their goals wherever they are on that, uh, as I call it, retirement spectrum. Whether they're ready to retire tomorrow or whether that's 10 years out, we're going to figure out, do they have enough money? And if they don't, how do we get to a point where they can reach their goals and retire when they want to and how they want to? Right. And that's key. So I think our listeners out there should take advantage of this special offer set up that complimentary no cost no obligation consultation with you and this has been a great conversation some really good tips so far uh, but i'm guessing you save some of the best for last is that right i i have tony and this is my favorite and it's one that uh, again people don't necessarily take into account but my la the last tip and probably the one that's most important is making sure that you prepare your portfolio to weather market volatility for the rest of your life or another way to put that is make sure that you partner with a a financial professional that's going to make sure you can minimize your market downside. So minimizing market downside, or in other words, making sure you protect yourself when the market goes down significantly is a very important concept. Think of it this way, Tony. If you have a, an account that you're withdrawing money from um, every year, right, as part of your income plan, and then that investment account drops by 30%, you don't have the time when you're in your 60s to recoup that amount of money, right? One, because time is limited. 
and two, because you're taking money out of the account. So that $6,000, let's say that you took out, no longer is going to be able to work in your investment account for you. So if you're, if you have too much risk in your account, the prospect of running out of money becomes very acute. That's why it's important and critical to work with a financial service professional that meets with you at least annually and make sure that your portfolio is keeping up with both your anticipated expenses, but also your evolving risk tolerance. So how does risk tolerance evolve? So your risk tolerance, risk tolerance in general is going to change over time. When you're in your 30s, for example, you can have a lot more risk in your portfolio, right? Because, you know, if the market goes down 30%, you have another 30 years to make up for that downturn and then some. But as you get older, as you start racing towards that finish line of retirement, we want to make sure that we're rebalancing uh, your risk tolerance and making sure that as you get to a point close to retirement, that your, that your risk tolerance and also the risk in general in your portfolio is going to be more appropriate to weather that volatility or those market downturns. And we use, in our firm, we use something um, called the color of money risk analysis to make, to see what's going on in your current account, but also adjust appropriately for where you are uh, on your retirement spectrum. Right. And so what is that color of money risk analysis that you have for people? Explain that. Yeah, so the, the color of money risk analysis is a short 11-question assessment that examines your financial picture. It provides a roadmap um, to the overall risk preferences in the form of a proprietary color of money score. Each time you take the color of money risk analysis, the score is going to be saved in a, a, a what we call a generational vault. It's an online um, secure safety deposit box. Think of it that way. That's going to save the, the history of those different analyses that you take for us so that you can see those scores. But when we sit down to do annual reviews, we're going to be able to review the changing nature of that score and make sure that your investments are lined up the way they're supposed to be um, based on that score and that analysis. Right. Well, that sounds very helpful and I can see how that would be valuable uh, you know, uh, perhaps an individual is becoming less o open to risk over time. And if this pattern were to start to appear, uh, then you deal with it, right? Yeah. So, so as risk tolerance is changing, if it changes significantly, you know, we're going to have a conversation to make sure that we realign investments to match the risk score. Annual reviews are, are the key way of doing that. And I can tell you with our clients and the way we work with them is we're usually in contact with them more than just on an annual basis. Um, but at doing it once a year is a good baseline as you're approaching retirement um, to make sure that your risks are, are appropriate within your portfolio. And if we need to make changes as a, as a financial advisor, my role is to tell you it's time to make a change and here's what I think we should do. Right. And that is key. Now, uh, now that we've talked about each of these tips, um, how do you feel about them as a whole? So I think, look, the whole idea here, Tony, is to make sure that people are thinking about all the different aspects of retirement, right? So these tips are, are a good baseline and a good guide um, to start diving and going a little bit more in depth and educating people um, as they approach that retirement goal. And then it's my job to help them fill in the gaps um, as we develop, let's say, a budget for retirement or we develop a, a risk plan or we develop a Social Security plan. So th these tips are essentially... Um, those guidelines, or at least the guideposts that we use when we work with people. So that's why uh, I think they're crucially important, uh, important and certainly uh, valuable when talking with people. 
Well, definitely. Well, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go today, Peter? No, not about the tips. I would just say if people are interested in starting a conversation with us about getting a holistic retirement plan um, for themselves or their family, um, certainly give us a call at 866-360-2724 or go online at the IVAG.com um, and schedule an appointment. Like I mentioned, we're doing them virtually if people uh, are uncomfortable meeting in person given the time, but also very happy to meet in person. And we'll go through a process of gathering information, getting a sense of, of what are your goals for retirement, where are you currently, and then I'm going to come back to you and share some of my thoughts using some of the tips and the the processes I talked about, maximizing Social Security, taking a look at the color of money, um, as well as taking a look at taxation, inflation, and, and budgetary needs. All of those are going to come together in a plan, and we'll take a look. Can you retire when you want to? And if you can't, how are we going to make sure that we can get to that goal? All right. That sounds fantastic. What's that phone number they can reach you at one more time? Yeah, that's 866-360-2724. All right. And thanks, Peter. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Great. Thanks, Tony. And join us all next week for uh, our next show. Take care and have a, have a good week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.